Hi guys, Tom Kingwell here and welcome to the Dad Stoke podcast on this Friday the 20th of March. A little bit strange at the moment, just waiting to have full lockdown here in Germany where you really aren't allowed to go anywhere except for emergencies. I'm sure wherever you're listening to this from, you know about what's happening and you're experiencing it and it's making life quite different. And um, as we discussed on our Q&A podcast yesterday, it's the way that we approach it and our attitude towards it that's going to make all the difference. And I hope that you guys are doing that. I hope that you guys are protecting your family, keeping them safe, keeping the home environment peaceful as possible. And although being real about it and not hiding things from your kids. I think it's our duty as fathers to really stay cool, stay calm, collected. doesn't mean that there might not be worry going on inside us, but as we know with stoicism, it's important to get our emotions under control, not to suppress them. And in this time, I think being a man and being masculine and having those masculine traits, I think is very important and being able to keep our wits about us. And so what I'm going to talk about today is just a very practical thing. And hopefully you're a dad that spent a lot of time at home before and that you really have these things that I'm going to talk about in place. But if you haven't, I'm going to talk about seven places or seven ways that you can keep your kids busy and really have a stoic and calm and tranquil and joyful household. Um, I've been doing quite a few of these things over the last few days. We've been off since Monday. And my school, my kids are doing online learning in the mornings, which is a challenge in itself. And then being a teacher, I'm doing online learning for my grade fives and having staff meetings and everything. So this is my, well, this isn't a Zoom call at the moment, but I've been on about 10 Zoom calls today. And that's not an exaggeration. So if I seem a little bit tired or my thoughts aren't all gathered in one place, it's been it's been quite a week trying to get these online platforms running and then get my twins um, focused on schoolwork online. And then I've obviously got the one-year-old and the four-year-old. Yeah, but this is why it's important to be prepared, guys. And I think that when we talk about being prepared, we mean that we are able to deal with the things that we don't have that are out of our control and things that come upon us. Like this situation is something that we couldn't have foreseen, and it is where we are at now. And if we have laid the groundwork as a dad and as a father in our families, and if we've been leading our families along with our wives in in a way that is beneficial for everybody, if we've been spending time with our kids and making sure that we don't just put them in front of screens and that we rely on our wife to look after them, then this will be easier for us. But I've come up with, like, as I said, seven places. I've called them seven places where you can really... Um, Give your kids something to do that's going to be worthwhile for them, that they're going to learn from, that's going to bring a lot of joy to them, that's going to make your life easier. And as Stoics, getting upset when things, once things have happened is kind of pointless, right? But being prepared and making sure that we have the knowledge. So that's the beauty of podcasts and things is that I've been getting prepared for quite a while as a dad. Not that I knew that this was coming, but as a father, I've definitely been getting outside with my kids, doing a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about today. And then that makes it easier for me to deal with. But the wonderful thing is that you can just listen to this podcast and hopefully get some of the ideas that I'm going to give to you today. You probably know some of them. Some of them are common sense, but hopefully you get a couple of gems and a couple of ideas that maybe you didn't think about into your arsenal to make this time when we quarantined um, as peaceful and as joyful as possible. My wife seems to think that a lot of people are going to go stir crazy and I, I, I tend to agree with her and that's why we need as much information as possible. And so a couple of stoic, stoic, stokes, a couple of stoic quotes about this is that, you know, everyone from Seneca, this one is, everyone faces up more bravely to a thing for which he has long prepared himself, sufferings even, 
being withstood if they have been trained for in advance. Those who are unprepared, on the other hand, are panic-stricken by the most insignificant happenings. And I don't think this is an insignificant happening, but I definitely think that people that are not prepared for this start freaking out more, whereas I actually find myself a little bit relaxed at the moment and find that we're having having decent decent times with each other and actually joyful times with each other notwithstanding that we know that there is this danger out there and that there are people who are sick and and this is no disrespect to anybody but i think it's our jobs as fathers to lessen the blow as much as possible and as seneca says as well a commander never puts such trust in peace that he fails to prepare for a war and i think sometimes as westerners um and in, in our, with Allah, um, you know, standard of living, we can become complacent and we don't prepare for this. And I think it's great that a lot of guys are have been stepping up. A lot of guys have been preparing. You know, I've been part of a men's group that, that encouraged that. I've been reading a lot. I've been doing these podcasts and it's really been preparing for me. And if you've been listening to this for any amount of time, you've been listening to the guys that we had on the podcast, hopefully you've been preparing as well. And so we need to realize that this can happen at any time. Disaster can strike. But for now, we're talking about being stuck at home with our kids. And I think it's important just to have the knowledge and be prepared in this way so that we can obviously make this time as as wonderful as possible. You know, that's the goal. And to make it as, as joyful and to save the tranquility of the family and keep our own tranquility. So first of all, I've got, as I said, these seven places. So first of all is the garden. Now, hopefully you're someone that has a garden. If you don't as a dad, why are you choosing to live in a flat without a garden if you have children. I think that a garden is an essential part for kids. And as you can see now, people that are going to be stuck in flats are going to be very difficult. So for those of you do that do have gardens, and maybe if those those that don't can use some of these um these um, ideas as well. But there's so many things to do in garden. The kids can climb. You can also fight with them. So we and by fighting I mean we run around, we play um, nerf gun wars which has been amazing i've been running after my kids and chasing them around the house me chasing my three kids and they're hiding everywhere and that's been a lot of fun obviously you can play with them and that takes you getting involved as well sometimes and they can just go and play different types of games in the garden there's actually this on on wired.com there's this 30 classic outdoor games which is great you've got to capture the flag hide and seek kick the can all these kind of games on wired.com so go check out wired.com with 30 classic outdoor games and there's so many of them that you can play um, outside they'll keep the kids busy for hours and, and that are actually really fun for, for for us and keep us fit so if you actually are stuck at home um you don't want to you may sometimes it's hard to work out with four kids for sure but if you involve the act physical activity um with the games and things that you do with the kids then you obviously get a workout as well you can obviously as i said they can obviously um climb they can camp guys cool ideas getting a tent if, if it's warm enough getting a tent outside and setting that up for the kids and letting them camp in there whether it be overnight or whether it be just during the day and playing camping that's a cool idea also guys just observing you know from my garden at least there's so many birds you know you can get a binoculars but even not that you can just look at a patch of grass and see what little insects and animals you can find um, that's really interesting obviously the, the flowers and get them to look closely at nature more close than they look at usually that's a really cool and relaxing thing for the kids and something you can do with them and you could hopefully you've got some books or the internet you can check out what like species you have and, and get to learn what's in your garden which I think is going to be great to do and then obviously what me and my family have been doing is growing um, vegetables so we tilled the earth about two three days ago we like hacked it up and 
And then the kids were planting strawberries yesterday. We've put in a couple of lettuces so far. We're preparing the tomato beds. So also for this time, you know, people are going to the supermarkets and going crazy when you can actually grow a lot of things in your own garden. So we've set that up and we've got the kids. They've all got their own little area of the garden to plant some stuff in and learn how to do that. It's a great life skill to have. Another thing is experimenting in the garden. You know, this my little daughter was playing with mud the whole time. It's amazing, guys. Big, big uh, advice. If you've got a little baby or like toddler, about one or two, just give them a bucket of mud. It'll keep them busy for eight, for hours, as does a as does a sandpit. So I think there's more things that you can obviously talk about. Um, kids can make stuff in the garden. You can also give them responsibility over the garden, keeping the garden clean, letting them sense that it's their garden, giving them a sense of pride. So the list of things we can do in the garden goes on and on. Um, but you know, you can go and check out online, check out for some some other ideas and stuff. But as I said, wired.com is a study classic games and all those other things that I've listed before. And just let the kids get dirty, man. Let them let them go a bit wild, you know. Uh, that's really fun and, and takes the stress off you while you can sit on the porch and get involved as much as you can. The next place is the kitchen, which is amazing because in the kitchen you can teach kids to cook. You can let them experiment. My kids just made slime actually in, in the kitchen. Today, there's a lot of household... Um, um, ingredients that you can actually experiment with. You can check out oil, um, stays on top of water. So you can do density experiments. You can do experiments with solubility. You can also cut up like different vegetables and see how they decompose or what's inside them. So you can do a lot of dissecting and that stuff in the kitchen. And then obviously, as I said, get them to cook breakfast, teach them how to cook pancakes. You know, if you're going to have that time, you can actually really benefit from this when you can actually, it's so nice when you sit at the table and your kids make you a nice scrambled eggs with bacon or they make you pancakes. So now Naturally, the kitchen is an amazing place. Doing some baking, you can teach them measurement. You can um, you can bake cupcakes and watch how the ingredients mix together and observe how different amounts of baking powder rise or how different ingredients when you leave out sugar. Um, if you use different flour, what's the difference? So there's way, there's way a lot of things or many, many things that you can do in the kitchen. And if you want to also watch some shows, my kids love watching Gordon Ramsay's Home Cooking when he cooks with his children. Um, there's other ones, obviously, with Jamie Olive and a lot of other guys, and you can get your kids to start looking at recipes and experiment with recipes with them. So the kitchen's like an amazing place to do that. And number three, I call it the indoor gym, which is just... It doesn't have to be a big room, but you can set up a place. You can put lines there so the kids can jump from one line to the next. You can set up a bucket with bean bean bags and, and let the kids throw bean bags into a bucket. Um, you can let them, you can put like just a mat down. If you've got a yoga mat, that's even better. Somersaults, cartwheel competition. You can also wrestle with them, which I do often with my kids. It's like we I have my three kids come at me. I'm on my knees. And so it's a little bit like WrestleMania, which is really cool. So if you set up the indoor gym, I'm not meaning it needs a lot of, of equipment or at all. It needs almost nothing. You can put two pillows and make them jump from one to the other. You can let them jump off the bed if, if that's if that's what you are willing to allow your kids to do. I'm one of those people that let my kids go a little bit crazy in that way, obviously within reason. But using inside, if you can't get outside to really let your kids let out the energy and these kind of things and accepting that this is what's going to happen instead of trying to keep them under wraps all the time. And then number four, guys, the table, the kitchen table is so important. And so what we've been doing lately is we've been extending dinner times and breakfast times and lunch times a little bit with conversation, um, chatting to the kids, um, experimenting with different foods. As I said, experimenting even lately with just making like different types of sandwiches with like six six toppings lately. And that gets the kids interested and that gets, it keeps it interesting. 
and um, and then after dinner we play a card game or we play a board game and then you can also have like a question of the day where you ask your kids a question and there you can go to daddude.com my previous guest Taryn has this website called daddude.com and he's got an awesome thing with a, I think it was 150 or I can't remember different um, conversation starters to have with your children um, so use those times because if you can draw those times out it means that you've you've obviously made use of that time you've made connection with your kids and you've developed that whole family bond together as well and after the kitchen guys is get your kids to clean up the table we do that with our kids our kids are responsible for cleaning up the table every time and that obviously lets them take some responsibility show some appreciation for that as well so very important guys i think that the kitchen table and eating meals together i think you've heard it before but it's so important and and keeping it up even if it's tough sometimes i have a little baby at the table we have a four-year-old and we have the twins so you know i think if we can do it then most of you guys can do it as well number five is the art studio and by that i mean you know either a desk in the room or a place in the house where they can just go crazy with art you know we've got a couple of blackboards around the house where they can where they can draw with chalk and stuff and then they can then we've got a whole art set for them hopefully you do as well and pencils and whatever and they can paint and they can cut things and sculpture and all these things but having a separate place so they can be a little bit more free with that and you can usually with if they're older you can usually leave them alone and they'll they'll get on with that our kids have some canvases as well so they enjoy painting and and getting on with that but that's um, definitely one that can also soothe and calm them down if they've been getting a little bit out of hand and then number six is not a room, but it's the internet. And yes, we're going to use the internet, but let's use it wisely. Okay, don't just chuck your child in front of a computer and go and do your own thing and get on with your work. I'm home, home office at the moment for school and I'm having to do schoolwork with them. But it's something that you've got to keep an eye on um, at this time and make sure that they are not just wasting their hours away. My kids have hardly spent any time on computers besides schoolwork. But when we do, we want to make sure that it's going to be something that's worthwhile and going to leave them feeling like they've they've done something meaningful and not just like been sitting in front of the TV all the time. Although watching a couple of Dude Perfect videos has been a lot of fun with them, but just every now and then. But guys, what you can do is you can let them do research. You can let them view and present. So you can let them look at some pictures online. You can let them watch some videos on YouTube and then tell you about it. You can get them to make posters about what they've seen. So use something that's ex exciting and interesting. But then also as a teacher, I've got a couple of websites that really work well for kids. One is readtheory.com. It's completely free and it's comprehension. And it kind of like takes your kids reading level and gives them questions at that level and then ratchets them up to another level as they go. And you can, uh, if you set up their um, account, then you can monitor their progress and you can see their levels. You can see how many tests they've quizzes they've done. And generally kids find this really well. I mean, really good. So that's reading readtheory.com. Another one is storybird.com, which is an amazing um, website where they can write stories, picture books, where you can choose the pictures for the picture book. And then you can write stories, you can write novels. Kids of my classes have, have loved this. So there's so many there's so many internet databases for reading for school things that are actually really fun. You know, you've got Mathletics as well that hopefully your kids have got or Reading Eggs or Reading A to Z. Um, there's really a lot of these things. If you if you want to know more about this, reach out to me on Instagram at the thedadsyndicate.com and on Facebook um, in the Dad Syndicate Arena where I will hopefully post, actually I'll post a list of these things as well. That's the Dad Syndicate Arena on Facebook. So using the internet well. And also what you guys can do is, you know, you obviously can't go on outings, but there's so many um, digital galleries. So we, we've got 
I don't know, wherever you're from, you're probably going to just want to go to that gallery or whatever, but you can actually, that's nonsense, you can actually go to any gallery in the world. So if you want to go to the Museum of Modern Art, you just go online and usually you can take a virtual gallery or you can even go to ones in Germany or the Illumination one from Van Gogh. You can research that and you can go online and you can take your kids to look at virtual galleries and virtual museums. So that's a really cool way to use the internet. And uh, the last one, so that's one to six. The last one is the retreat. And I call it the retreat because quiet time and relaxing time, as I'm feeling right now, is something that we all need as as dads and as our families. And I just sent my kids before I did this podcast and got on another meeting before this. I was just on my staff meeting, is I sent my kids to the room to do something quiet. And and that can be some can that can be a corner of their room. I think setting up a nice reading corner for them, just a couple of cushions in a in a corner of their room. They can read, they can listen to an audio book, they can, if we teach them to meditate a little bit, it's quite easy, you've got some awesome apps, calm.com, you've got Headspace, Um, these apps take them through a three minute little uh, meditation and then you can take it up to five to ten minutes and kids usually feel very good after that. You've also got yoga that you can find online, uh, Adrian's Yoga for Kids is really good as well. And that's just to make sure that like an hour a day, everybody's getting some downtime because we need it as well. And to be on top of our game when we're doing home office, especially of those of you who are like me that have to work at the same time as trying to keep up with school work and all these things to keep our kids entertained, busy and with meaningful stuff. You know, it's easy to keep kids entertained with laptops and with TV and with computer games. In fact, my kids haven't played one computer game the whole week and have watched very little TV and that's because we create that environment here and we're providing these moments of them. So I think just get up, guys. Get busy because the, the common denominator in all of these is you. It is you being planned. It's you being intentional as a father. It's you being present as a father. It's been very hard for me and sometimes I've been on my phone and on my laptop too much from work. And I find that I find that I am not as concentrated and I'm not involved. And then the kids start doing stupid things and doing things that annoy my wife and getting up to nonsense. Whereas if I'm more present and I'm not saying you should always have to be around them, but if you have a routine, and that's another thing that I will encourage is to have a good routine set up in the morning, get them up at the same time every morning, have breakfast at the same time, get them settled down into their schoolwork if that's what they've had, decide on some break times, give them something to look forward to. So today when my kids were finished the work, I just grabbed the, the Nerf gun and said, I started counting to 10 and they ran out and immediately I've got my kids running, getting their blood pumping and getting some activity into their bones, you know, or my wife was planting strawberries. They knew that after when they'd had their work done, they were going to go plant some strawberries. So this is this is the things and this is the way that you make the situation much better. I hope that it's made sense to you guys. I know that my brain is literally fried from this week. It's been pretty, pretty rough. Um, and I've done quite a few podcasts as well, trying to keep that up at the same time and trying to organize things. Yeah, but it's it's all in the job of a dad. And I think it's our role and our responsibility to be like this. And I think that stoicism really has prepared me much better for this than I probably would have been a little while ago where I probably would have been way more stressed and way less effective than I am. So I encourage you guys, as you have time as well, get delve into some stoic books. Uh, Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. In fact, all of Ryan Holiday's books, Obstacle is the Way, Ego is the Enemy, um, really excellent stuff. Or, or get online, you know, the Daily Stoic book from him as well. It's a great thing to remind yourself every morning uh, of of stoic stoicism and how to approach the world and and because i've done that it's put me in a much better place running into this 
inverted commas crisis, which doesn't feel like a crisis because I feel like I'm in control of what I'm in control of. And I understand that I'm not in control of a lot of things that are going to happen. You know, today the groceries came home, my wife went shopping, it's going to happen. And the possibility of the virus hitting someone in my family is a very real um, situation or a real possibility. But it does no one any good if I let that impact my peace and my tranquility and I start trying to control things that are involuntary. You know, there's no point in trying to control involuntary things. So what I have to do is just observe myself and and remain positive in this and believe that we're going to come out of this better, that we're going to get stronger, that there's going to be a lot of good that comes from this. And I think one of the things that is good is that we're spending a lot of time with our family. So guys, let me just hit through that or Hit that seven points again or those places where you can really um, spend quality time with your kids and, and where you can provide them with activities and entertainment and meaningful endeavors. So firstly, it's the garden. Let them get dirty. Let them climb, camp, grow, observe things, make things, experiment in the garden. Uh, remember, wired.com, 30 classic outdoor games. You've got the kitchen where you can cook. You can also make wonderful scientific experiments. You can do biological studies. You can bake. You can also watch uh, cooking shows and do some cool recipes with your kids. Then you've got the three, which is the gym. Create a little bit of a space for indoor gym. So when it's raining and or if you don't have a garden, as I said, that you can get the kids jumping around a little bit and get some energy out. Um, then you've got the table where you use your kitchen table as a place to connect, where you form those relationships with your kids, where you extend it a little bit so that it's a place where they're sitting down a little bit more calm, or most of the time not in my family, but where you're asking good questions, getting to know them, and yeah, building those relationships that are so important when when the rubber hits the road and people do get you know stir crazy or cabin fever. So the table, the kitchen table and dinner times, guys, let's let's keep meeting like that. Five, the art studio, creating a place where they can paint, where they can sculpt, where they can cut things up, where they can, you know, experiment artistically and let their creative juices out. I suppose there you could also have guitars and pianos like we do as well. I didn't mention that. And then six is using the internet in a wise uh, way to really help your kids and really to complement all the other things you're doing. But, but, but in this situation, I think kids spending a lot of time on the internet is not the best thing. But if you are going to go to places like Brain Pop and Britannica, uh, these kind of things. Pebble goes another good one. And as I mentioned, readtheory and storyboard.com. And the last one is the retreat. Make sure you make a place or a time where your kids can just go and be by themselves, spend time alone. Um, even if you have a smaller house, different corners of the room or different rooms of the house where they can just go spend some time reading or on audiobooks or meditating or doing yoga and get a little bit more calm into your life. Just talking about it makes me feel that I can need to take a breath and become more calm myself. So guys, hope that hope that served you well and I hope you got something out of that and you can use those things. I just encourage you to make the most of this time and thank you so much for listening guys. Remember that all the time, energy and hard work that you put into being the man that your family need and deserve is always going to be worth it. So stay stoic. <music>